everybody to Tectonic Takes. This is your regular co-host Fabian Wrinkle. I've been a little busy lately. Um, I moved to a brand new country but Ivan unfortunately can't make it today. Um, he is at a wedding so we have our trusty co-host Will. How you doing Will? What's up man? Welcome back. Oh yeah dude it's great to finally be uh, doing with you man. I mean we've been waiting a long time and uh, the time is here so let's let's get it. Yeah the first one down you know we have a, a long a long friendship we've worked together we went to school together so i've known will for a long time and it's it's actually really cool that will said told me that he wanted to be on this podcast because we definitely had a slot for him so this is fun we're finally gonna get to do one and it's gonna be a good time it's gonna be a quick one but it's gonna be a good time <laughs> yes all right so quickly into it we want to dedicate um this little podcast to uh dale grove he's a, a member of the soccer community that all of us podcasters within the beautiful game network are supporting during this difficult time uh daryl was battling stage four ca- uh, colon cancer a link to their gofundme will be in the description um the gofundme is close to their goal and every dollar helps if any of you guys have seen the total soccer show um he was one of the main co- main co-hosts on that show i know i've listened to it before and will um, you've probably listened to it as well. So please, if you have a second, um, if you have a little extra cash to give, every dollar counts to help them out. And I want to give a second to uh, say thanks to the Beautiful Game Network um, for going ahead and sponsoring us, as well as Roughneck Scarves. If you need any scarves or if you want to make a scarf, please check them out. Um, this is a hard time for the Quakes. I know we're going through a 0-0 draw with the Seattle Sounders as well. So we just want to go ahead and see if, we can talk about this game as much as we can remember it, right? Uh, zero zero draw seems like it's going to be a, a MLS 1.0 outing. What do you think of that, Will? What do you think of the zero zero draw? Uh, I mean, for the Quakes and the Quakes fans, I mean, Seattle is you know the top tier team out of the West, so getting a zero zero draw um, was you know probably one of the better outcomes that we could ask for. So I mean, to get a tie, to get a point, obviously with this big playoff push that we're trying to make is a yeah. it's, it's a great thing that for the Quakes to get that done. Yeah, we we um the biggest thing about that game was we shut down Jordan Morris. Uh, I got some flashbacks when he was on flow, and then he kind of passed the ball instead of shooting it on that one that one where he went straight to the goalie, um, and JT kind of missed it. But yeah, I got flashbacks to the last time where he just burnt Flo Youngworth. But I th- I thought you know what this time it's not gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, it's great to see. I mean, Jordan Morris, is, since his injuries that he's had in the past, he's coming out to be, you know, the player that you know, when came out of Stanford. That's what the player right. that Seattle Sanders wanted from him. And he's finally doing uh, doing really well for them. Um, so it's really good that he didn't get on the score sheet for once. So uh, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll take that. Or even if he didn't make a highlight play, right? Because always, they always make highlight plays on us. And it sucks yeah. seeing those MLS uh, highlights just bite us in the butt every time we come around. Right. Yeah, and basically this this 11 that we saw was not really too different, right? We saw Alanis in there, finally, um, instead of um, – uh, I'm losing the name right Beeson. now. Beeson. Beeson, Tanner Beeson, thank you. And then a, a usual lineup. Did you, did you think anything of the lineup? Uh, I was actually surprised to see, obviously, Alanis in. Um, we did see him two, a couple games ago uh, against um, – I can't even think of it to get a couple games ago that the galaxy played it. 
Um, no, I don't know if it was the Galaxy game, but uh, I think it was the game we we lost. So, mm. uh, uh, or not we lost, but um, LAFC. It's Portland. No, Portland. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, we're, we're, we'll get it. Uh, but yeah, so we, we saw Alanis against Portland, um, and I thought I I mean I didn't believe he played very well, um, and maybe just because it was his first game back, um, that's why he was struggling. Of course, after yeah, getting off rusty. injury. Yeah, definitely a little rusty. Um, so I was surprised to see him just because I, I he'd been talking about how Beeson has been doing very well and contributing very well to this team for being a first round pick for us this, uh, this year. Yeah, you know, um, I was watching or a little bit of I think some videos on YouTube about the war room and Jesse Fiarnelli's um, kind of basically what he does to draft. But I remember when Imperiale was actually on our podcast, he was talking about how Tanner Beeson was their guy and that they've been looking at him for about four years. So when they got Tanner Beeson, they must have been ecstatic if Imperiale knew about this kid that's up and coming and they want to bring him in. So it was odd that they kind of let him take the backseat in this and they let Alanis came in. But, um, I mean, they did pay for Alanis, right? He's a, he's a pretty expensive loan from Chivas. So it makes sense why he is coming in, right? Yeah, and I mean, I think uh, the, that and probably Matias at the end of the day, or I mean, excuse me, at the beginning of the season is the guy that he wants in the lineup. So, I mean, it's not a surprise, but I thought maybe you're just going to kind of play with the hotter hand kind of thing. Yeah. During now. yeah. So, especially during this time. Definitely, definitely. Um, and this is kind of a little bit of kind of the some notes that we have here. Um, middle fielder Christian Espinoza has a team high seven assists, tied for fourth most in the MLS is 20th since since the start of the 2019 season also ranked tied for fourth in MLS so Espinoza making a difference and and where we stand right now right without him we wouldn't be where we're at what do you think of Espinoza so far this year Will? yeah uh, Ivan and I talked about previous uh, about Espinoza's play and I'm hoping uh, I talked about how one 10 assists at Espinoza hopefully uh, by these next couple of games here so obviously he didn't get one last game but um, um, yeah, like I said, no Espinoza, the Quakes are, will not be the same. So he's the biggest factor in the Quakes for sure, no, no question. Yeah, and then security and goal. Um, home con- uh, homegrown goalkeeper JT secured his third shutout of the season and fourth of his MLS career. He has now recorded a shutout in three of his last four matches and holds a 4-1-2 record in seven of starts this season. Making an impact in goal, what do you think, Will? Yeah, no, no question. We finally <laughs> at least could say that JT is going to be there. There should be no no controversy, no question. Uh, you know, obviously, when if he's staying healthy, he's going to be starting for the Quakes. So you think uh, he's remaining the starter forever? We're not going to see a Vega at all. Maybe next season, playoffs, nothing. No, I, I mean, why? Why? There's no, right. there's no, there's no justification. Like, oh yeah, yeah, Vega did so well during. You know, it, it's just there's nothing there. The JT, <laughs> JT's got it. I mean, unless Matias, like, unless JT does like something off the field where you know he's yeah. just, just yeah, there's nothing. He's got to stay there. Well, definitely from from what Wando said in his interview, uh, when that whole Black Lives Matter for change was going on, when the MLS stopped playing that day, JT was actually one of the vocal leaders in the locker room. So I don't think he's losing that job due to leadership because I think he's already a leader in the locker room that he can be a leader on the field as well. And, and Matias doesn't, can't really take that anything away from him anymore. He has the, the goals – or not the goals, I'm sorry, the blocks. He has um, the clean sheets. He has the starts. And he has the leadership, as we know, since the Wando interview. Um, the next thing we want to go over is actually a very big milestone. It was the 300th start for 
forward Chris Wondolowski. Um, that's for the Quakes, becoming the third player in MLS history to reach this milestone for a single club. Uh, Nick Ramondo and Kyle Beckerman were the only other two, and they both played for RSL. But he's the only player that accomplished the feat with his original MLS club. So that's a nice little kind of – yeah, a nice little tidbit there. Yeah. We building a, just – we building a statue yet or what? Like what's going on? Uh, I mean, definitely one's going to be built. Um, I'm surprised it's only 300th. I felt like, you know, obviously Wanda has been there for like right. ever. So there, yeah. So 300, it's like, Oh, that's it. It should be like five at this point. Yeah. So I, that's insane. I just want to see him on the score sheet. I still want him to see get 10 goals this year. Um, he's almost there, right? There was some link up plays. I know in the LA galaxy game where if he was in the certain position that he usually is in, um, he would have a, a goal on the, on the score sheet. Yeah, I mean, uh, we've been seeing uh, your boy, Andy Rios. We finally, <laughs> I, I finally get to talk to you about uh, your favorite player on the Quakes. Uh, I've been dying to hear you uh, compliment Andy Rios on how he's been yeah. playing lately. There had to be something. I mean, he played for Club America, right? So there has to be something that they saw in him. And he was going off in the preseason, so I was like, well, where's this format? I mean, where – this. He's such a streaky player. I, I, he's almost like the belt of the MLS, at least, or the Brandon belt for all you guys, Giants fans out there. The streakiest player in baseball. <laughs> it go, hits 450 with, you know, 10 home runs in a month, and then the next month is like 130 with zero home runs, right? So that's what we're looking at here. And anybody that can make goals, right? Well, yeah, I mean, obviously we're seeing from the Quakes how we're getting multiple goals from multiple different players. Um, and But, I mean, as far as Rios, if he's, if he's streaking now, I mean, we obviously will take him right now. I mean, we are, like I said, we keep talking about playoffs because this is the time. And if he's going to keep uh, streaking, I, we're obviously going to take it right now. Yeah, I mean, if Andy Rios, if he keeps scoring, do we bring in a striker? I mean, I, I – well, we're still – we're going to eventually talk about is Wando coming back. I mean, that's a whole other topic where we're yeah. going to go on. There's going to be a whole other podcast dedicated to the Wando question. Right. So, yeah. So, I mean, we, we're not going too deep about that, obviously, uh, today. <laughs> but, yeah. So, obviously, we'll get into detail, but probably we should be bringing another striker in. Well, okay. Even – so, let's say if Andy Rios bangs out 15 goals in this season, do we bring one in? Well, I mean, look what – I mean, uh, Matias is bringing out there. He's bringing Wando and Andy Rios. So, it looks right. like he does want two strikers out there. That's true. Maybe but Danny Hoosen should come back next year. Yeah, but I, I, is that – are you telling me Danny Hoosen's our next future strikers? Is that what you're saying? He was. He was for, for a bit, right? Uh, we it, all it, like it, pretty boy Danny. Like yeah, I mean, he is pretty, but, like, he never was – <laughs> he wasn't scoring that many pretty goals. I mean, it just doesn't seem like – Oh, like don't talk was, about – Mr. Scored on Barcelona, Danny Husen, all right? You got to be careful How long there. ago was that? <laughs> We're Quakes fans. We want goals now. We want goals for the Quakes. We don't care who he, if he scored for anybody. You That's know, he, he probably has the most highlight videos on YouTube out of any Quakes player, all right? So we, we definitely need to keep him around somewhat for those Brazilian fans out there on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I just you know I I just want to see it more. I just felt like Danny Hudson's just always been off and on, and I mean obviously with all the different coaching changes, it felt like right. you know it's kind of been hard for him to get a fair shakedown. But I mean we'll see. I mean we'll give him a go, but I mean someone's got to give him at least better competition. Then I mean we got to bring in somebody. Yeah, we definitely have to bring in someone. Um, a player like Rudias would be perfect. I mean a proven striker in Liga MX, but again we're gonna be. Tied down by our pocketbook, right? So we definitely need to get go into Matias's bag of tricks and see what we can get. 
Andy Rios is finally doing the job and any hate that he got from me definitely was not deserved because he is, he does have assists and he does have a lot of goals, but I was optimistic. I said it was coming and the train, Andy Rios train is, is here. Everybody hop on. Come on, let's get on. Let's get on. Yeah. That's what I was kind of been saying. I mean, I was never listening to the podcast before I joined you guys and you guys were just like, where's this Andy Rios, man. And like you said, yeah, you, you, you're optimistic. You always kind of stay optimistic when it comes to the quake. So yeah, it's definitely time to hop on the Andy Rios train. Hopefully he just uh, stays hot. So we have to bring him up in a bad way. Yeah, definitely. I, I love the little goal celebration that all of them are doing now. They're looking up at the, at the sky, you know? Um, and it's, it's, it seems like, they're, when we're winning, it's more of a team effort, right? So good form, good locker room makes it so that hopefully we make the playoffs. Um, and then the last little tidbit here, um, we have line of defense. So the, the Quakes held the Sounders forward. Jordan Marsh, we talked a little bit about this, without a single shot for the second time in his 14 starts this season. So we locked him down, basically. Um, he could have had a shot on goal. I know this, this stat's a little bit, a little bit out of – away but still no shots on no shots without a single shot so for the second time in his 14 starts jordan morris does he make the next step what do you think will makes the next step as far as what like europe getting out Uh, of the sounders uniform um i don't know i mean because it felt like he could have already before he really signed with the with the sounders so it sounded like he really wanted to be in the element of let's say LMS sorry uh, MLS um and maybe he I don't really think he wants to change I mean he's playing very well um they're probably going to give him uh, more money um obviously he's performed that well but I mean who knows I don't know what team do you have you heard anything any other Europe team really calling his name trying to bring Jordan Morris I know there was a couple of things in Germany um just like Nick Nima but Again, I'm just sick and tired of hearing that name just burn us every time we play them. So it's finally nice to see him shut shut down, basically, this whole game. And then we're going to give you guys a little bit of a Reno update. Um, Reno fell to Phoenix Rising FC 5-4 to four in penalty kicks after drawing 2-2. Two to two. Um, I know Reno would score and take the lead to the first half. And Kevin Partida, so had a great game. Yeah, um, shout out to my boy Kevin. Thanks for coming on. Um, gr- hell of a season. You guys did great. Uh, Phoenix Rising should have been there, but we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> but uh, Ivan, I know, is really pissed because he's a San Diego loyal fan, and he he one once he's back, we'll get we'll talk about that too. Um, but just things I've gone on this week, I, we have one more set of news. Gavin Newsom, um, I know, said that we could allow fans, but it's up to Santa Clara County to let fans in the stadium. And I know Santa Clara County was getting into it with Elon Musk, with Tesla's factories. Um, so they might stand strong and not allow anybody to go to the games still, even though Gavin Newsom has uh, lightened up those restrictions. Will, would you go to a playoff game in this time right now? Uh, as much as I would want to, I don't know. I, I mean, it's a tough time for everybody. And I, I don't know, Santa Clara County has been one of the tougher counties compared to you right. know, San Mateo and the other ones around. Um, but so we'll see if they even let it happen. But um, I mean, comfort at my house might be, you know, might be safe right now. It's just a yeah. safer play. Well, that, that's my whole thing about the, the cars. I would love to go support in my car. But the only thing is, you don't really get a good angle, right? And you're watching it on a TV at the stadium. So that's the only, the only gripe I have. I'd rather watch 
just because we look at it a little more tactically sometimes I like to watch the spacing and things like that on a TV that's a little closer to me. Um, that's just my opinion. But if you guys love going to the games, keep on going. We love hearing your horns honk. Um, we love that you support the team even through these hard times, and we thank you for it. Um, and, hey, I want to say thank you to our three Patreoners. Um, you guys do great. Uh, we, we are almost at being self-sufficient um, so that we don't have to pay anything out of pocket to have this podcast. And we do want to reach that goal. So if you want to follow our Patreon and support this podcast, if you like it to listen to it, um, we would truly appreciate the link will be in the description. Um, we thank everybody and all your guys' input, all the support that we get. I just want to get a quick second before I forget to make sure that you guys are appreciated. Um, but let's kind of get into the meat and potatoes. You ready, Will? Oh, yeah. All right. So this game, um, we got a little bit into it, but then I took us a little off course. <laughs> but a little bit. This next game, right, against Vancouver, Will, we were talking about this a little bit before our podcast is a pretty big game. What do you think is going to happen? Why is it so important? Well, I mean, first off, anyone that's looking at the standings, I mean, compared to, I mean, Vancouver is in a playoff spot. I mean, that's first off. I mean, yeah. it's, it's crazy because Vancouver was at the bottom basically. And I talked about how wild the, the West is right now, a, mm-hmm. a prior podcast and Vancouver proved that point to be in the playoff spot. So this is obviously one of the biggest games to the quakes this season. Right. Um, I think it's going to come down to this, right? We I'm looking at Colorado in the standings right now and thinking they have six more games. So Either we need to be in the sixth or fifth position to be guaranteed because we do have two more games on Minnesota, and I believe the other team above us, let me just bring it back up, is uh, SC Dallas. So they have 17 games played. Well, we have 19. Um, I don't know how it's going to go down. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think Colorado is going to get their games in? What's going What's going on? I I don't think so. I think I mean I'm surprised the LMS LMS Jesus MLS uh, um, it has not you know like uh, figured out what they're doing with Colorado yet. I know they're pushing it and pushing it, but no games have been played yet. I think their season should be over. I mean they obviously wow. stopped FC Dallas. We know for the you know the right. MLS back tournament. So I think it's kind of a you know, it's got a point where they're obviously not doing the right things to get back on the field. Yeah. Imagine if you're the Colorado Rapids, you're streaking, right? You're in a playoff spot before you get hit by COVID. And that's just so unfortunate. Um, they were on the upswing. So if they're not going to let them play their games, then that's unfortunate. I want to know what happens to all the games that they were going to play, right? Are they all losses? Are they all three points for the other teams? So this playoff push might be one of the hardest playoff pushes that the San Jose Earthquakes have ever had. And it, it all weighs down. I know we're on an upward swing, but we had some really bad losses not too long ago. But it seems like if we do make the playoffs, that is all forgiven, forgotten, right? Yeah, I mean, for the Quakes and for how the season's been and for 2020, I mean, for the Quakes to end up in the playoff spot is 100% a win season. Yeah, um, going back to the 0-0 game, Will, against Seattle, any stud and any dud for you? I'm going to go with just kind of the whole team effort, right? I mean, yeah. we're holding Seattle to, uh, a, you know, a big zero. And like you said, Jordan Morris without any shots on goal. I mean, obviously, right. that, yeah, that just shows how the defense is playing. I mean, so I'm going to go with a full team effort for, you know, for, for the, the game there. 
Yeah, so I'm going to go with Florian Youngberth just for not becoming a highlight reel. You're my stud. <laughs> Good job. You're a great leader on the field. Um, I've never seen someone so hyped to play defense, and that's what I love to see from Flo. Every time he clears the ball or gets a good hit on it to make sure that we, they don't score, he's a great quake. I hope he stays for a long time. Any duds for you, Will? Uh, no, I can't really uh, give a dud after I just complimented the whole team, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> any dud on Seattle? Um, I guess we have to go with Jordan Morris, right? right. I, mean, we're good. I mean, we've been calling his name out all day. Uh, <laughs> and so I think he has to be with zero shots. I mean, that's yeah. It's horrible, right? I mean, you're, you're one of the superstars in the MLS. So getting shut down, you get the dud for both of us. Um, Jordan Morris, Stanford, a graduate, you got to do a little bit better that to, be, to beat us, right? So Quakes, great job. Jordan Morris, do better since you're a local guy. We like you, right? No. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, just a tad. Just, just come play for the Quakes, just like Sebastian Legette. Please, just come back. Yeah. Come yeah. back. You're a San Francisco native. Don't play for LA anymore. <laughs> but – Looking into this Vancouver game, what what do you think we have to do to win? What what's the quakes you want to see? The Jekyll and Hyde quakes. Which one do you want to see? Well, the same ones that played the Vancouver last time, right? I mean, yeah. uh, we th- what, 3-0 win, uh, if I'm not mistaken, last time yeah, we played Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, hopefully we can draw a couple more red cards. Uh, yeah. But I feel like we're going to see a completely different team uh, from Vancouver. Uh, they did in the first half, at least the first – half of the half mm-hmm. um, they played they, I mean they pressured well they put some chances on um, so I expect Vancouver to push heavy again uh, they, they are a team that kind of likes to do that they kind of like to go go at you right away right when the first whistle blows so we'll see a lot of that so hopefully we just kind of weather the storm and uh, just put on some goals we need from anyone who I don't know who's going to score but anybody please score Right. Yeah. We need to, again, we need to assert our dominance on Vancouver. Um, I know a lot of people put us in the same category as RSL, Vancouver, all these teams that don't want to spend money, but we, again, we just need to assert our dominance. We need to let them know that we are the playoff team and they are not just like the last time. Um, Let's not play like we did at MLS's back versus them. Um, This Mark Dos Santos team can sneak up on you. They have some speedy guys and they, they have a great counterattack as we saw in the MLS's back tournament. Um, but again, this is a huge game. Let me read off a little bit of stats. The Quakes hold a 4-0-0 record in the last four minute, uh, meetings with the Whitecaps, scoring at least three goals in each of them. So, Will, that right there is dominance, and we need to keep that trend going. Um, the Earthquakes and the Whitecaps are separated in the standings by just three points. Both clubs are above the playoff line, like we were saying, in seventh and eighth place. Quakes forward. Chris Wondolowski has scored 14 goals in his career against Vancouver. No other player in MLS history has more than six. So maybe we see a Wando on the score sheet. I know we would all love that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, every, every Quake fan would love to see Wando score, and I think Wando would love that just because it's been a while for him. Yeah, this is a little interesting tidbit right here. Um, San Jose will actually be traveling north to face Vancouver at Providence Park home of Portland Timbers, because we actually can't travel into Vancouver. So um, we don't play good in Portland. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> so oh, maybe yeah. it gets in the heads of um, of our players, and they think they're playing Portland. But we should definitely get a win here. I'm going to predict a 3-1 win. What about you, Will? 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, three does sound like the right number, right? I mean, like you said, you read off the stat that three goals uh, would right. be it. Um, I expect a little tougher game from them. I'm expecting a, like a two to one win. Okay, okay, yeah, they're a little they're streaking right now, so we're gonna be facing a, a a better team, and they know they're in the playoffs, so they're gonna give us their best shot, right? They know that this is a must win game, playoff game for both teams, right? So I'm hoping we get a Quakes team that's ready to play ready to go, ready to dominate. Um, I'm going to say Andy Rios on the score sheet, Will. I'm going to say Wando with two goals. So that's my three goals. Who, who do you have scoring? Um, I'm going to go with uh, Espinoza. Okay. I, I like uh, Espinoza plays against Vancouver. And, uh, you know, I'll double back on you just because um, we're hopping on that Rios train. We're hopping <laughs> yeah, on the okay. Rios train, and we're going to go with Andy Rios. Okay, so, okay, yeah, Espinoza yeah. Rios. I like it. I like it. Speaking of Espinoza, he's going to be making his fifth MLS appearance against Vancouver on Saturday. So, I have a question for you, Will. How many appearances will Espinoza have before he's sold? Never. He's never getting sold. How dare you? How dare you bring that up? No. (laughs) So, 300, just like Wando? Well, 300 is probably very unrealistic. I mean, it's going to be hard to match Wando. But I, I, I would hope. We do not sell Espinosa. I mean, he is our bread and butter. Okay. Like, he cannot, over under, he go. Over under 115. How many is he at now? 50. Ooh. That's under, right? That has to be under. Okay, let's go 100. Over under 100. Over, man. I'm optimistic, man. All right, all right. All right. All right. Hey, <laughs> hey, if someone comes up with, with the 8 million offer or 9 million offer, they're selling him, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, that's true. But what are we going to do with it, man? What are we going to do with all that money? <laughs> hey, we're, you know what we're going to do? We're going to build more gaps, okay? We're going to build more gap stores, have one at the stadium, maybe a Banana Republic, all right? <laughs> that's what we're going to do with that money, okay? Exactly. It's not a player. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what I'm thinking they're going to do? They're going to offer a brand new beer, all right, at the largest Amer- – North America's largest outdoor bar, all right? <laughs> Um, yeah. So actually, I saw a little thing. Sacramento released their uh, plans for a stadium, right? Um, and theirs is fully closed. So we're still going to be the largest North, North American outdoor bar. Um, but a little bummed, right? Because a closed stadium does create a great environment, kind of like LASCs or even Seattle. Seattle playing a football stadium, but it's great, right? They fill it out. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see what Sacramento. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, this rivalry is going to happen, whether you like it or not. Um, I just hope they don't poach a lot of our talent, right? Because Kate Cal, I believe, came from that that area where it's like, is it the Bay Area or is it Sac area, right? Oh, I think he's from – Oh, I'm losing where he's from. But I don't want to lose guys like Cade. All right, all right, Will, here's, here's another one for you. Cade Cal, over under 50 starts before they sell I mean, him. I mean, it's hard now when we're, uh, we're talking about – uh, He got linked to Barcelona already. So, if you guys haven't yeah, heard, um, he's already linked to Barcelona. That's what I'm saying. So, after I heard that link, now 50 starts, right? 50 starts. Oh, oh I'm probably going to go with the under. Under, right? What, uh, what, yeah, what's yeah. the selling point for you? If you're, if you're the owner of the team, what do you sell at? Five mil. Five mil? Okay. Really? That's low, man. That's like – you just said eight and nine for Espinoza, man. I hey, mean, that's Cal's seventeen. You got to realize that he's seventeen. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It is. I'm sorry, man. I don't know. I don't want him to get sold. <laughs> hey, hey, I know you're probably in the in 
the same boat as a lot of Quakes fans right now. We are a selling club, guys. I hate to break it to you. We want to be like Borussia Dortmund. We don't want to be like the PSG. So love these guys while you can and love all the new guys. But it's going to be cool finding out what they do in their careers, right? We're still going to be fans of those players when they move on. So just, just a heads up. We are a selling club. That's hands down. If a bid comes in for Kid Cal for, let's say, $5 million, do you think they take it? I don't see why they wouldn't take yeah, it. Yeah, right. You have to take that. If you're the yeah. big and you put him in for less than a year, right? It's been a year. And he's, he, yeah, $5 million. You can't say no to that. Maybe I'll try for seven, but still, I don't know. $5 million is hard. To, it's hard. Yeah, I just hope they just do something with it. That's all. Yeah. You know what they can do? Maybe make some more seats. I always thought that uh, 18,000 seats was a lot less than it should be. I know Sacramento's going to have close to 22,000. So if Sacramento can have a better, you know, outing than we can, that's going to be bad, guys. That's that's bad. <laughs> um, but – Oh, maybe we build that Wando stadium or Wando uh, statue with that money. So maybe <laughs> us Quakes yeah. fans get what we really wanted, right? We get a Wando statue, yeah. right? We really want that. <laughs> no, no players, just a Wando statue. That's all we wanted in life. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay, so we kind of went over uh, the Vancouver game. Um, we don't have any fan questions today since this is kind of like an impromptu. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, I've been living out here in Japan, getting accommodated. I didn't know you had to make your own floor, so that was kind of a, a culture shock. Uh, I'm in an apartment, and you can't even put your things on the floor. You have to make a floor and then put your things on them. Um, but it's been great out here. I'm glad to be back here with Will. Um, Will, before we go, I'm going to have a couple of questions for you, right, since we don't have any fan questions. Are you ready? All right, let's see. What do you got? All right, so what we're going to do is some Quakes general questions, okay? Favorite uh, Quakes moment. Okay, my favorite Quake moment. Mm-hmm. Easy, easy. The Victor Bernardes free kick against LA in the playoff game for the win. Okay, okay. That's a good moment. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, favorite Quakes player of all time? Victor Bernardes. Okay, Victor yeah. Bernardes. Really? Okay. So, uh, yeah, we had a nice little I, – I actually had a chance to interview him a little bit. Very good guy. Um, he is doing a lot of coaching right now. He wants to do. He wants to be a coach and eventually maybe be a coach for Quakes Academy. I know he's doing a lot for Oakland Roots, so um, he's still in the area for all you fans that like Victor Bernardes. Um, favorite Quakes meal. So meaning before the game, at the stadium. What's something you do on Quakes Day every single time? Um, let's see, uh, the, going to the Quake Stadium, obviously, uh, got to go to one of the food trucks. Okay. Gotta go, uh, cause I mean, there's one of the, yeah, yeah, you got, yes. I'm always a guy that likes to try new things. I can't, obviously it's been, I mean, it's been since February since the last time I went to a game, but yeah, uh, for the opening day, but, um, so yeah, I mean, I can't name a one, sorry, I can't shout out a food truck, my bad guys, <laughs> but, uh, and then after, of course, get a beer, get a beer at the bar, um, and okay. definitely just, yeah, and just enjoy the atmosphere, I mean, uh, yes, you were talking about how it's only 18,000 seats, but it's a beautiful stadium at the end yeah, of the day. Definitely. Yeah, definitely, definitely, so where do you get your beer, do you do it at the outdoor bar, or do you do it at the international, like, the German kind of thing in, in the supporter side? Yeah, I like to go. I like to go try to do it at the the the, the big outdoor bar. Mm. I mean, it's right. It's there for a reason, right? It's the biggest outdoor uh, you know bar. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta go grab a beer there at least. Yeah, I'm gonna give all of our Quakes fans that listen to this podcast a nice little tidbit. All right, 
I go to the game, I park outside of Santa Clara's uh, Cal train station, all right? And you can just walk over to the game. Save parking. So everybody that's a Teutonic Takes fan, you're going to save some parking now, right? Um, you can save a little cash. You can buy yourself a beer on the inside. Um, but that's what I do. There's a little tunnel now, and then you walk down Quakes Way, and you get to the stadium. Nice little trick if you don't want to pay for parking for any of you guys out there. <laughs> but right. um, a little insight. Uh, yeah. And then favorite Quakes active player, Will? Hmm. Um, between right now, it would be like a solid Espinoza okay. or a JT. Okay. Okay. Yeah, just because, you know, it's good to see, you know, a solid goalkeeper, you know, that's what I used to play. Right. So seeing a goalkeeper doing well right now, it's a, it's always good to see. That's awesome. Okay. And then first quake to leave this team. Like next season? Next season. Get sold. Yeah. Gets, oh, gets sold. Mm, first player to get sold. Whew. That's a great question. I, I feel like it's really tough. Let's see. We're going with uh, – got, got to think of someone. Just get right off to the top here. Uh, Cal, Espinosa, Jackson Ewell are the top three that I would say. Fierro. We just, we just, I was going to say Fierro, if anyone, because I, I, I want to keep Espinosa. I can't say we're going to sell Espinosa. Yeah. We just signed – we just re-signed Ewell or extended yeah, right. Ewell. That's true. So I'm That's like, true. He's not going I anywhere. Mean, yeah, we don't want him to go anywhere. And then, obviously, I don't want Cade to go anywhere. But probably it would be probably Cade or um, Fierro. Yeah, I'm thinking Fierro starts to perform a little bit. Uh, maybe some of the bigger uh, Liga MX teams start to look at Fierro and maybe want to bring him back in. Oh, Chicharito Hernandez might be going to Chivas. So, um, do you hear about that news? You hear that little – He's coming to the Quakes? No, no, Javier Hernandez is going to Chivas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a shock. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. coming to the Quakes. Yeah, right? Oh, to be honest, why not? Why wouldn't he like, might have better service here now that I think about I think, it? I think well, there's better I mean, wing play, right? Oh, he has Pavon, though. I mean, if you can't yeah. score with Pavon on your team, what are you doing? Well, I mean, maybe he, he's kind of like a Wando player, right? Like, uh, right. Ivan was talking about how he, you know, he scores just inside the box, you know, yeah. and that's what Wando how, does, of course. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then another question I had for you was. What player would you like to bring in in a Quakes jersey, right? You kind of beat me to it. You want Javier Hernandez. But what realistic transfer target do you think we could get? I mean, it's – I feel like I always want to say no one because we just – it doesn't seem like the Quakes do that. Yeah, um, right. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's really tough to be like, oh, yeah, this guy's on our transfer list. I mean, obviously, we'll want a lot of different players that are bigger names that we just right. don't – we won't even shoot for. So, it's kind of hard to be like – to find lower tier guys in our, you know, yeah. to think of, but if yeah, if Chicharito is out there and we can afford him, <laughs> um, I would love it. Just, I think, and it was just because I feel like Quakes haven't really brought that big name, you know, every, right. Seems like all these other MLS teams are grabbing yeah. that bigger name. Exactly. And I think it would be nice also. And then he plays for us and he scores against the galaxy and they're like, where's that? Where would you get that? Yeah. <laughs> How did you score? Right. Um, Kind of like a reverse Bingham, right? Nah, that's never gonna happen. Yeah. Reverse yeah. Alan Gordon, nah, it's never gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my last question to you is gonna be, what homegrown next homegrown player makes an impact? Meaning starts start a lot. I would have. Well, I mean, 
are we are we not including Cade or are we not? Including? No, no, Cade's already kind of like a starter. Okay, I would say. Okay, okay. We're talking but about like was, Gilbert Fuentes, right? We're talking yeah. about um, uh, see um, Siad Haji. Is that that's a homegrown? No, no, that was a draft pick. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, or maybe what what young guy do you think is going to become a full blown starter? Tanner Beeson doesn't count. Cade doesn't count. All the guys that are always in the eleven, right? Right. I, I would assume, I guess it would be Fuentes. Uh, he has yeah. been getting more, more of the nods compared to, uh, you know, the rest of uh, the other guys. But um, <clears throat> so I assume Fuentes would be the one to get. Yeah, I would times. say, I would say Fuentes. Um, I'm hoping since, I mean, I'm a Kevin Partita fan and he's had a great season at USL or Reno USL that we bring him in. I mean, it won't hurt. Uh, he's a little older, but doesn't matter. He can be, you know, kind of groom the guys that, are coming up and I think him and Eric would, would have a good tandem in the, in the midfield. I mean, they're good friends. They have a good relationship. I want to see Kevin back in the Quakes lineup, but as a midfielder instead of a back. So uh, hopefully they do something with the Reno guys. Cause I know there's another actual league coming in a developmental league and we're going to see what happens with uh, Reno USL. Um, and that kind of wraps it up for us. Um, thanks guys for, going ahead and listening to us weekly we released the quincy ameriqua part two interview um and we appreciate you guys uh listening to that stuff too and i want to give a quick shout out to will thank you for joining me and also the beautiful game network for sponsoring us as well as roughneck scarves um if you're looking for scarves please check them out we um we appreciate all their support and um you have any final words will do you have anything to say yeah, no, I mean, I, I know this was a quick one. We could have gone over um, a lot more stuff. I mean, uh, it'd be interesting just to see real quick what the lineup's going to look like because we do get Kashia and Vako back. Ooh, right? so, yeah. Um, that's going to be uh, what Matias is going to bring, especially against uh, – we're trying to go all out against Vancouver. But, you know, like I said, it was a quick one today for you guys, Quakes fans, but at the end of the day, everyone better be watching uh, for on Saturday here against Vancouver. Yeah, it's going to be a huge game. Um, this is a must-win. Um, I want to see Vako out there. I definitely do. E- even if it's um, as a sub, I do like to see his creativeness on the pitch when guys are tired. Um, and if we need three goals, definitely Vako can supply some of them. I know he does great for Georgia, but forgets how to play with us right now. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why we didn't get into that. It's, it seems yeah. like he trusts his Georgian players more, which – is another whole topic um, why Vaco didn't work out as a DP with us. He worked out as a player, just a little overpaid. Um, but again, wrapping things up here, um, I want to thank all you guys for listening. We love all your support. Uh, we are on Patreon, so I want to give a quick shout out to everybody that is subscribed. We are very close to making this podcast self-sufficient, meaning paying for uh, Zoom. I know Zoom is a little expensive as well as paying for getting us up on iTunes and Spotify. So if you guys would like to sponsor us, we would greatly appreciate it. We want to be able to be a bigger media source of Quake's content and uh, that would help us greatly. Again, this is Bobby from Teutonic Takes and I'm here with Oh, uh, uh, yeah, Will, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Will the thrill, man. Yeah. Yeah. Will the thrill, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Um, <laughs> but I want to say thank you guys and go Quakes. Yeah, go Quakes.